Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Hey, listen! <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Even I got that reference. Even Dylan got it. <laughs> it's time for another Arcade Attack podcast. Uh, my name is Adrian. I'll be leading this one today. Uh, probably doing pretty much all the talking, I think. Probably. But, but I, I'll give everyone, everyone else an opportunity to talk as well. We can do some. We can, can do, do some talking. Yeah. Do a little bit. Um, <laughs> first, so, so we've got good old Dylan in the house. Hello. Hello, listeners. <laughs> got Rob in the house as well. Yo. And of course, Keith. Hello. Excellent. So, guys, um, it's been, I think it's been too long. I, I've been shaking at, at, in my chair every time we do these podcasts, <laughs> trying to slip in the word Zelda whenever, whenever I can. And finally, I'm allowed to 
Really just go for it. <laughs> yeah, we gave in at last. <laughs> you crumbled. We crumbled. Uh, it's quite a lot of Zelda to cover now, isn't it? Let's be honest. True. Zelda is an amazing series of games. It's probably my favourite series of games. Mm. And the one main game I want to talk about today probably is um, my favourite game of all time. That's a big, big, big bold statement. Big, bold statement, you know. I've got many, many games I've really, really loved, but this one probably is up there. Um, does anyone know when Zelda Ocarina of Time was first released? 19... December 1998. Um, I think actually in some parts of the world it came out in November, but it was a worldwide release. It was available for everyone by December 1998. I was 16 at the time. Um, I had an N64 at the time as well. Lucky. I didn't have one though. I was lucky. I... (laughs) I bought it with my own cash, actually. I remember buying it with my own money. I oh, worked part-time at Little Woods, and it was... Uh, yeah. When the, when the N64 came down to £99, with Goldeneye included, I went straight out there. Bargain! Holy moly, why wasn't I alerted to that bargain? Well, it was on TV, big adverts, man. Mm. I, yeah, I think I, I may have got I had no well. money. I think I was working a quick save at the time <laughs> for about £2 an hour. Yeah, you'd so. be lucky to get... Yeah. Some, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, guys, by then, you know... I had the N64 for about a year, a year basically. I've, I've basically played GoldenEye non-stop. That was pretty much it. Um, what a lovely game. I'm sure we'll talk about that in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, probably maybe around that sort of time. So we'll go, you know, back to December 1998, I wasn't really playing my N64 as much. Um, I'd, I thought in a weird way, and you're going to hit me a bit now, I've grown up a little bit with video games. <laughs> and I was now playing games like Championship Manager. That's true, where you can actually be a manager. That's it's right. Like, oh, wow, yeah, let's, um, let's stop being kids and take up management. Yes. You know? Yeah, so there was me <laughs> signing players like Taribo West. <laughs> free transfer. Was a good, yeah, wow. You got Taribo on a free transfer. Mark Kerr. Do you remember those names? Mark Kerr. What <laughs> yeah. player he was. What? what you just need, yeah. Amazing good player. signings. You want to hit him in your defence, right? He <laughs> <laughs> was a midfielder. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. Oh, in joke. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> so my N64 was kind of sitting there. It wasn't really being played that often. My mate Dave used to pop over now and then for the odd game of Goldeneye. He used to always beat me. But there you go. Another, another story, another day. Hate people that always beat you at Goldeneye, right? That's yeah. just re- they're really annoying. Yeah, but that's basically everyone when I'm playing it. Yes, I know. The key of Goldeneye <laughs> is to find a level and weapon you specialise in and then insist that they play that one. <laughs> Um, but be odd job, basically. There you go. But anyway, we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah. Save that for another. So anyway, my N64, I, I had a lot of time for it, but it wasn't really being used much anymore. Then all of a sudden, big hype, wasn't there? Huge hype about the fifth Zelda game in the series, Ocarina of Time. Um, I just remember at the time being blown away by the magazine features, the previews, people talking about it. You know, but there wasn't really the internet properly back then, but it still, I thought, it, it grabbed me. I thought, what, what, what is this game? You know, did, what do you think about the? Were you swept up in the hype at all? Do you remember that back in the day? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, what else happened in 1998? Well, there was a certain football tournament, World maybe. Cup. Yeah. Thief, yeah. Mm. Resident Evil Two. Yeah. See, we went in different uh, paths, didn't we, Keith? You can tell. Yeah. Uh, but but no, the initial, a lot of people even back then were saying this game could be the best game ever made. It was. I'm, I'm talking huge, huge. You know, advertising promotion, and I really wanted it. <laughs> See, I don't remember it being one of the. I remember it like being a thing because it was Zelda and it was a yep. big name. But I don't remember it being the same level as 
GoldenEye or Mario 64. Those are the two that I And maybe even Donkey Kong 64 yeah. may have been. I definitely don't, I don't remember TV common. adverts or anything. Um, maybe I'm making that I'm pretty sure I saw some. No, I'm, I'm not calling it, you a liar. I'm it could have been the magazine articles. There was something about it thinking... Even even then, guys, I hadn't really played Zelda before that time. I, you know, I was more of a Sega man back then or yeah. an Amiga man. Never really had my chance to play a lot of Zelda. I played the odd game on the Game Boy and stuff. But there was something about this game thinking, yeah, this this game is going to be incredible. So I made lots of hints to my mum and dad. Mm. Please can I have Zelda? Mm. For, please can I have this game for Christmas? I've been a good boy. Please. And you know, I was sixteen at the time. I already had a bit of spare <laughs> cash. But this is a sixty-pound game. I couldn't afford it. That's a lot of money for one yeah. game. 50, 60 pounds. You know, this was a proper AAA title. You had to pay, pay the big bucks, basically. Um, and apparently, there was, when it first came out, there was all, there was, they, Nintendo made a lot of copies, but there were still rumours that it could be sold out, so you had to grab it quickly. Mm. So a lot of people, I think, didn't get the game straight away. But anyway, Christmas came. I went down to open my presents, but there was no Zelda no, game. Boy. No, no, no. I was a bit sad. You know, that's that's a bit silly, isn't it? It's Can you remember what you did get? Yeah, what are they? Christmas Tom Offen? No, I can't really remember if I'm being honest. I can't, <laughs> honestly can't. I'm, I'm old these days. Um, but, hey guys, don't forget, my birthday's soon after Christmas. Oh, true. I had another chance, oh, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I had another, yeah, so good. three weeks later, around 53 weeks later, uh, January the 15th, going to be exact, there you go, uh, I made, I've done more hinting. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> so I went down for my my birthday presents and still no. Oh. I thought that was it. I thought <laughs> yeah, I thought too. that was going to be it. But little twist, Ooh. my brother, my 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 eldest brother Mike, he he said, "Look, you haven't opened your present yet, have you?" From me, oh. I, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I probably bought my brother like a five pound DVD <laughs> <laughs> for his birthday Titanic a few months back. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's a big film at the time. But he gave me this box, like, what could this be? And I opened it up, and he was like, what's Zelda? I got you out of time. That's pretty dumb. Nice one, Mike. And who ended up playing it more between you and him? <laughs> uh, actually, he never really played the game, truth be told. He, and I couldn't believe it. I was, well, he I was, bought it for you. He did. He didn't buy it for himself. Well, he he's a, he's a good guy. Um, I actually asked him recently, because I was doing this podcast, saying, why did you spend so much on my birthday? He's like, I don't know. It's <laughs> what I would be generous. And I think he was only working at McDonald's at the time. So oh, fair play to I him. I remember when he worked at McDonald's. Well, we got free burgers, didn't we? Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing him behind the camera. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm so happy, though, on that birthday. I, I got the game straight in the N64. My PC pretty much was not touched. Gathering that. dust. Gathering dust. It, it, it kind of took places again. So this N64 was being fired up and played... I don't know, non-stop. Mm. Um, it really, 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 really just... I, 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 can, I, might get, I don't want to get emotional now, but I got so engrossed in this storyline, I got so engrossed into the game. Um, at the time I was at college, but I wasn't really at college. <laughs> I, I kept bunking college. <laughs> so I kept, uh, yep, kept, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Rob was the only one who went to college. <laughs> 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 Especially in 98. I know. We had too much to do, but me, me. Well, I suppose it was nineteen ninety nine now. To be ninety nine, yeah. early nineteen ninety nine, and I just oh, Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. That's all I was doing. I, I was a bit of a hermit actually, honestly, <laughs> for about two, three months. And hey, you know, you, you, I still look back with fond memories. Time well spent, exactly. Definitely. Right. So, like I was saying, guys, the Legend of Zelda is the fifth game in the series. It's 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 action adventure video game. I know it's it, some people say it's an RPG. I suppose it is as well, but I I think it's more of an action puzzler. You know, and it it's had an interesting life before actually. So obviously published by Nintendo, it was originally supposed to come out on the um, 
on the uh, 64 DD peripheral. Have you heard about this? This this ugly the thing disc, that goes yeah the the, 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 oh, the, the CD disc thing disc drive thing. That's hmm, right yeah. and it's he's supposed to attach it to the blade blade N sixty four and it can make it more powerful but that was soon scrapped. Like uh, the mega CD that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. But basically, yeah, and it, it I think it was sold in Japan, um, but it didn't really go any further than that. So Nintendo took the wise decision that they'll scrap that and they'll just put it into some huge cartridge. How big? How many megabytes do you think this cartridge Ooh. was? This and um, this is the biggest cartridge to date for Nintendo. Wow. Okay. Um, we'll have a guess. A hundred and twenty-eight. It's a good guess. It is a good guess. And I think actually, a little clue. I think the Resident Evil Two game in N sixty four also had the same size cartridge. I was going to mention that. Actually, yeah, because I thought that was one of the biggest. Yes, yeah, I think it, what, this was I can't first. Remember though. how big? I thought that was 64 on Glam. I, I might be wrong with the. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the case. Though. No, Resi, the Resi 2 cart was pretty massive. It's huge. I thought it was only 64. Shall I check the number at you? Uh, I'm going to double, double Keith's. 256. Correct. Wow. Mm. That's yeah. a big cartridge. At the time, that was huge. Yeah. It was huge. But the game is huge. The game is huge. <laughs> it is a big game to fit on a cartridge. Full no, stop. So. It's, a, it's a Zelda game. Zelda yeah. game, I'm going to have like 50 hours minimum. <laughs> Man, how many hours did you win? I was oh, looking oh, at some long plays recently, just on YouTube, just mm. to sort of just look over the game again, really. And I think someone completed in like eight hours, which is still incredible. But still, finishing the game in eight hours—that's still pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, pretty, that's a pretty long, long play, uh, or but short. It might be a short play. Run. It might run. be a speed run. run. Yeah, but yeah. so many hours you can put into the game is absolutely incredible. It was the first ever Zelda game with 3D graphics. It was soon followed by a sequel. What's the sequel called? Majora's Mask. Yeah, Majora's Mask. That came out in 2000. So actually, they, they started that soon after Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play uh, Majora's Mask until very recently. Actually, only until about last year. Oh. I only completed last year on the 3DS. But we'll come to that later. Do you know the plot of Ocarina of Time? No, sorry. <laughs> Involves an ocarina of some sort? Time. It does, actually. Yeah. And, and Link. And Link. And somehow Zelda. Yeah. Yes, that Always. is right. That's the story, basically. Boom. Well, here we go. I've got the plot here. You are a young boy. <laughs> You're a young boy named Link, and you are raised in a village. Uh, is it Kukiri? Kukiri village, I believe it is. And that's how it starts. And a fairy turns up. The fairy is called Navi. <laughs> we like Navi. Yeah, um, yeah, we like Navi. Well, not everyone does like Navi, actually. <laughs> Navi certainly divides opinions. Some people think she's ridiculously annoying. <laughs> I, I, I always like Navi. Did she follow you around? Yes. And she gave you clues where to go and helps you point out certain things. If, you get, if you're struggling in the dungeons, you might say, oh, you know, look at this. Oi, hey, listen. Hey, listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, Oi, she's watch like out. the Tinkerbell, which makes sense because Link kind of dresses like Peter Pan. Boom, that is a fact. That is a oh. fact. They do, in the two... Uh, stories have been linked together before actually people made those comparisons yeah spot on hmm. anyway you, you get Navi appears this fairy appears and you have to go on a big big adventure you first have to go to the great Deku tree which actually turns out to be the first dungeon of the game and we'll yeah. talk more about dungeons soon but it kind of don't forget guys before this Zelda game I didn't really understand the mechanics of Zelda but in all, pretty much all Zelda games there are a number of dungeons to, to, to get through, traverse certain puzzles. Once you complete a dungeon, you get a certain new weapon. You can then go into another mm-hmm. dungeon. The story evolves, and there's lots of side quests. Yeah, Dylan's nodding his head. Going, That's, basically yes. it. That's basically it. That's basically it. The the intro is great. Okay, I remember just being blown away by the intro. T- putting in the cartridge, turning it on, you just see um, Link riding a horse. Anyone know what the horse is called? Horsey. Not horsey. 
that was Bojack. <laughs> Not Bojack. <laughs> Apona. Apona, which I think is named after a Greek horse. It's a Greek pretty close horse. to Bojack. It's pretty close, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, you see, you see Link on a horse, um, and you can see the transition from day to night, which was absolutely incredible at the time. The day to night transition really goes really well. Uh, you also see uh, Ganondorf, the evil Ganondorf. Oh no! <laughs> and he wants to take over Hyrule. He wants to take, and he has taken over Hyrule. And basically, yeah, through your magic ocarina, you need to, um, which which you get very early in the game. You need to travel through time, go through, basically battle through nine temples, nine dungeons, until you finally face uh, Ganondorf himself. Why don't you just go to the last dungeon? You're not allowed. Oh, okay. In in Breath of the Wild, actually, you can go straight to uh, the, oh. the castle and try and fight Ganon, uh, or Calamity Ganon, if you want to be technical. But oh. pr- pretty much every single Zelda game before this, if I'm if I'm correct, you have to go in a certain order, with one well or two exceptions. So you have to complete that. Mm. But it's not a very. That sounds like it's a very static game. But before you know, in between the dungeon, it's just side quests. So many things you can explore the land. There's so many things you can do. So the main story is quite linear, but you can. Yeah. Go off and do. And I, when I played the game, I was in no rush. I thought I'm going to really enjoy this game. This is proper a game that I want to get properly immersed into. I'm going to play the game, do the story, but really just explore the surrounding areas. You know, absolutely incredible game. Um, some people love the fighting in Zelda. I like the fighting, but I always enjoy the puzzle elements. Actually, I'd say that's probably my favourite area. The, working out the puzzles in the temples, and once you complete some of the some of the puzzles, I think. Um, when you complete them you always have to sit back and go whoa who thought of that idea <laughs> you know, absolutely incredible um, you have a sword and shield at the start of the game you have a sword and shield but throughout the game you pick up other weapons such as slingshots uh, arrows uh, you get the sword later on as well so you get better swords and there's certain things called Zed targeting and I think it revolutionised Quite a few sort of targeting. Yeah, that rings a bell. What's that? It's the first game where, in the 3D environment, they wanted to make it so if there's loads of enemies around you, you can purposely target on certain enemies. Ah, yeah, auto locky. Auto locky. Yes. Auto locky. Auto locky. Auto locky. <laughs> they should have called it auto locky. I painted that. Now. Yeah, That's auto locky. And you auto locky on your enemies. Yeah. So if you've got like five enemies, you no, can you auto can't, lock. I've told you now because you said it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you auto lock on your enemies, and then you you can kind of move around the enemies, you know, like. Sort of strife left yeah, and right around strife, the league and yeah. jump back and forth. Oh, it made that. That it, was like big on like Soul Reaver yeah. afterwards, Umpteen mm. Games. You possibly did that with Cyclone Field and things like well, that. Well, I think it was the first 3D game to do it. And I, I think they actually did really put that into, into kudos. it. Yeah, yeah, kudos. Yeah, kudos. Kudos to the people involved. Do you know who, who was involved in the Zelda games? I'll, if I pronounce the names wrong, I do apologise, but who are the main people involved? Any ideas? Of course, <laughs> Miyamoto. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. He's well, the only one I'm aware he's, of. He's the guy, I think, that came up with the original idea of Zelda, didn't he? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the original games. He took a sort of background... He, he had ideas for this game. He gave most of the responsibilities, I believe, to... I think it's Hiroshi Yamuchi, mm-hmm. or Yamauchi even, uh, Toru Asawa, Yoichi Yamada, Aliji Anuma, and Yokiyaki uh, Kazumi. Well done. Nice. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> well Good job. Well done, well done. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Once you... Play through that game, you get better abilities, you get better powers, um, you get stronger. And what I like, and you know, you know, I like time travel. It's always interesting to me, actually, time travel. You know, like the Back to the Future. In the game, you get to certain areas where you can go back and forth in time. So at the start of the game, you're, you're a young Link, you're a young boy 
Um, you've got a little wooden sword or a little, little sword, not the most powerful sword. And once you, once you transform into the adult Link, you can access, you get better powers. Um, but as the young Link, you can crawl, crawl through little spaces. And as the adult Link, you can, um, you can fight bows and arrows and stuff like that. So it's really, really quite fascinating when you go between. So it's almost like two games in one. Mm. And what's really clever, as, as young Link, if you see a little area in the ground where you can plant a seed, if you plant a seed, what happens in the future if you go... Oh, a tree grows. A little, little plant grows, yeah. you can climb up to new areas. So it's really, it's so ingenious how it all connects together. Um, yeah, so absolutely, absolutely. It's just a game. I don't, it's really hard for me to talk about now in a way because it just meant so much to me at the time. It was the perfect time for me just to um, lose myself in a game. And it, mm-hmm. there's not been too many examples where a game has properly, properly got me inside the game, and you almost—it's almost you forget what real life is in a way. It's sad yeah. in a way, but you go. It's if not someone sad, made, if someone made a VR ocarina of time, would you just lose it? I would actually. <laughs> I would lose it, and I'd be like, well, "Where's reality?" It, you know, I'd rather stay in this land. Yeah. <laughs> you plant a seed, and then we're waiting for you for like ten years later, and you're still wearing the headset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wake me up in ten years, basically. That's right. Um, nine temples there are nine temples to complete in the game which is quite a lot for a Zelda game actually um, some, some, some Zelda games have a lot less some, I think nine is quite a high number have you guys heard of the water temple before? Uh, no. no it's the stuff of nightmares <laughs> it's the hard, it is honestly it, is that its slogan? is it like a temple that comes with the slogan? basically yeah <laughs> it's the stuff of it is a tough really hard uh, it's basically everyone's sort of I wouldn't say the worst temple, but it's the trickiest. You've got to swim, you've got to go through different little tunnels. It's not easy to navigate. The, the puzzles are ridiculously, ridiculously hard as well. It's, I would say, easily the toughest temple. Where does that come? Is... I think that's near the middle of the game. Okay. So it's not actually right at the end. I think that's like temple time and so forth. And, but yeah, that, it's, it's infamously difficult. Really, really difficult one. I always hate water levels. Do you? Yeah. Anything, about them. Going back to Sonic games and then Tomb Raider as well. This music speeds got, up yeah. when you're running out of oh, air. The panic, the stress. Yeah. And yeah, getting lost when you're trying to swim and trying well, to find... The know. bit in Tomb Raider where you just run around a house and just go for a nice little swim and stuff, that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, relaxing. That's like that. that. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> relaxing. Yeah, we like that. Um, what I think makes Zelda so good, though, even though the, temp- the temples are huge. I don't know if you've... You guys haven't really played Zelda games, have you? No, I've only played... Link's Awakening and yeah. Link to the Past. I've not played. I can't since. even think of a game that has a temple in that I played lately. Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> but these, these are huge spaces where you have to jump over platforms, kill enemies, puzzles, and you know, and you get such good satisfaction when you finally complete uh, the boss. In future Zelda games, there's mini bosses as well. Is the temple like the size of Croydon? Yeah, that's quite accurate, actually. It's probably quite big. <laughs> maybe not quite as big as Croydon, but... Okay, all yeah, right. Maybe the Wicked Centre, possibly. Wicked Centre? Yeah. It's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> I, can walk, I can walk across the Wicked yeah. Centre in ten minutes. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but what if it was flooded and you had to swim uh, part of the way? It would be less. And do no, some puzzles. No, it would be puzzles. more. Yes, it would be more than ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah exactly. Uh, like I said, guys, halfway through the game, you get access to the Master Sword, the infamous Master Sword. Oh, yeah, Master You can't go anywhere in Zelda without Master Sword. No, you can't. I think it's in pretty much every single game, actually. I think so. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's in every single Zelda game. And this Master Sword, like I said, gives you the power to travel between different times. Um, 
Yeah, so it's, I think it's seven years. So you start as a young uh, a young link, uh, put the master in the stone, and you, you transfer. You travel seven years into the future, and when you travel seven years in the future, that obviously Ganondorf has taken over Hyrule. It's a wasteland, a completely different area. So there's if you go back to the same area, it's completely different. Different mm. people, different people in the town. You know, absolutely, absolutely incredible. And I told you about the different abilities as well, which I think almost gives you two games in one as well. Right, um, yeah, so like I told you guys, you're given your fairy, um, you have to also rescue Zelda as well, she's in it later as well, uh, there's a little, little. Sp- I don't want to give too much away if you're going to play the game, but uh, sh- she changes her outfit as well and she she's there to help you later in the game. Does um, she turn into like an evil Zelda? Not evil Zelda. Um, Possessed she- Zelda? No, I think it's, oh. her name is Shake, Shake or Sheik. And she actually looks more like a male, uh, if that makes sense. So she's dressed up in quite tough armour. She's quite bad. She's quite badass, actually, Zelda, to be okay. fair. Okay. Oh, she's really she's really a bit of a tomboy, you know. Mulan is. I think, I would agree. I think, I think Zelda looks very pretty in her dresses, usually. But she, deep down, she's a bit of a tomboy. She wants okay. to help you out. See, you said you weren't going to say it, but it didn't take much to get that out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I asked the question. You asked the question. If you ask a question three times, some people are compelled <laughs> to answer it. That's right, yeah. yeah. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Yeah, that is Austin really? Powers. Really? Right. <laughs> no, I told you. No, no, no. Right. Really? <laughs> how many ocarina? How many ocarina songs can you learn in the game? Do you think? Fifty. All of them. You can learn. You can, you can learn all of them. You don't have to learn all of them. Some are like bonus ones, um, but these. Each melody has different powers. Uh, there are 12. 12 songs. 12 in total. That's an album's worth. That is now. You could listen to that. You, can, you could listen to it, actually. And we'll talk about the music properly later, actually. I'm but, trying but to find you, it on Spotify. There you go. Why not? <laughs> but these, <laughs> do you want to hear, actually? I'll, I'll, I'll tease you now. I've got a few facts later. My favourite fact is um, because of this game, Ocarina of Time, because it was so popular, the demand for the instrument ocarinas actually went up. How crazy is that? Oh, wow. So oh, the, the sale of ocarinas went up because of this game. You've got an ocarina shop. It's struggling. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the late 90s. It is You're thinking, darling, I've just got to pack it all in. And then all of a sudden, people come flooding in. Like, what's happened? What's happened? Well, and then, there you go. That's right. You know, but, then, but then with the ocarina, they want like a Peter Pan suit. And you can't put the two and two together. You're like, you're selling the ocarinas. And you're like, oh, where do I get these Peter Pan suits from? <laughs> well, they're complimentary goods, aren't they? So yeah, you but you don't know that because you just sell ocarinas. <laughs> Unless you play Zelda, you'd be all right. That's it. You? Anyway, <laughs> business saved. Um, I've got a question for you, and I, I, I'm be interested what you hear. Is there any better 2D to 3D adaptation for a video game? Because it's not easy. At the time, it wasn't easy to take a successful mm, franchise. Fade to black, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> not fade to black. Not fade to black. Metal Gear Solid. Surely Mario. Well, that's what I was going to... That's what yeah, I thought you'd say. Yeah, that's obviously a good one. Yeah, that was obviously a good one. Mario to Mario, to Mario 64 was, yeah, was a I big mean, shout, actually. Like, yeah, I mean, that was massive, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, we all know how Sonic struggled with his 2D to 3D games as well. Sonic's so it's not easy fast. to do. Mm. It doesn't work in 3D because there's too much... Yeah. You can't see where you're going. Yeah. Too much proverbial going on, really. Mm. Was Metal Gear Solid ever strictly 2D, though? Yeah. And, uh, was well, it in, on the NES? Of course, Ooh. sorry. Oh. Oh. That's Metal Gear, though. You said Metal Gear Solid. Ah. Same potato, potato. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, no, good shout, yes. to be fair. Sorry, Adrian, we just put in your... That's no, no, no. That's the I, we ultimate love... one there. That's a good shout. That is a good shout. That is a good shout. But there's not many, though. You you know, there isn't many. That's the point you're making. We mentioned Mario 64. Do you know the, the Ocarina of Time engine, the kind of graphics engine, was actually based on the Mario 64 oh, engine. Oh, yeah. yeah. But... Uh, I think Miyamoto even admitted there were so many changes to that engine and so many different adaptations and improvements that actually it's it's almost its own thing, but it did originally start as a Mario 64 kind of, sort of mm. yeah, engine sort of game. But yeah, Mario 64 was very early. I think it was one of the first... It was the launch title, wasn't it? On the mm-hmm. yeah, 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 Mario 64 yeah. was. Zelda came quite late into the N64 and it, mm. it rejuvenated the life of it, I think. Mario's yeah. always the launch title for any kind of Nintendo. Not for Switch, my friend, but there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't call that. Zelda was, wasn't it, of course? Yeah. But there you go. So the graphics were praised at the time. You know, I, I, we've lo- I've looked back recently and they have aged a bit, but that's obviously going to happen. Um, but at the time, as a teenager, it just blew me away. It was probably the first ever sort of freely open... Mm. I'd call it an open world game. Mm. I would, I, you know, I know it's got the dungeons and it's got the sort of time, you know, the, the way you have to travel through the worlds, but you can do whatever you want. You can go mm. through Hyrule Fields, you can go here and there and everywhere. It just blew me away. The graphics, I thought, at the time were amazing. Um, they've been refreshed a little bit with the 3DS version. They made a 3DS version, which ain't bad, which I played probably about two years ago now. Uh, but even at the time when it first came out, some people were a little bit fussy about the graphics. It, mm. What was the main issue about N64 and the graphics? Fog. Foggy. A bit foggy, a little bit. And, and the textures were a little bit grainy as yeah. well. And, mm. and I think that's a fair enough, that's fair enough criticism for the game. It, it's not perfect. Yeah, but it's mm. not specific to this game, though, is it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. System limitations. Yeah. Well, exactly. So. Um, IGN at the time believed that the Ocarina of Time improved on the graphics of Super Mario 64, giving it a larger sense of scale, mm. um, impressive draw distances, and large boss characters. I have to say, though, some of the bosses, you know, are out this out this world, they blew me away. So the, Pretty much every Literally, boss. Literally, they blew you away. Yeah, well, pretty much. So you have to get your ocarina and blow into that and stuff. <laughs> but they're they're so amazing. Obviously, there's always a in Zelda. You have to find the weak spot usually in in the bosses, and mm. you know, and there's usually some sort of puzzle element to it as well. But I would say that is high up there. Some, you know, I, honestly, when you get when you get to the end of a boss at the temple, you're always a little bit scared. Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> Absolutely incredible. We mentioned it recently on, uh, or I certainly mentioned it recently in some video game music pod. Oh, yeah. That the soundtrack for Ocarina of Time is up there for me. Uh, anyone know who done the main music for this game? Do not. Koji Kondo. Koji Kondo? And he's Boom. he's worked on many, many Zelda games in the past, hugely respected, and this is probably where he came uh, in, into his own, actually. And another kind of thing that this game put in place that other games copied in the future. Um, in previous games, when you come across a new character or an enemy, you might get a new bit of sa- a new bit of music coming, right? Yeah. But I think this is one of the first games when you enter a new bit of area, a new bit of land. So if you enter a new sort of location, the new music comes in. That's been that's been going through the Zelda games ever since. Something. Yeah. Which which sounds like a small thing, but it just adds to the atmosphere. It does. Yeah, yeah. And I said I said a bit earlier, guys, when it changes from day to night, and you hear the the wolf going when it's night time, or the, or the <laughs> cuckoo going and it's it's morning. Different music comes in as well. Absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, and a little shout out for the, uh, the, the playing the ocarina. So you actually have to use the buttons on the N64 controller. <laughs> um, 
later on in some future Zelda games on the 3DS games for example you actually have to physically blow into your 3DS it's got, no. like a, it's got a mic oh my God. honestly yeah in Phantom Hourglass I believe it is you have to actually physically blow into this it to blow bad. I would so do that like I don't even care if I'm on the bus I would do that <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> which is ingenious there's always been quite a lot of music in the Zelda games either you playing instruments or or the, or the music in the background I think it's quite a large part of it um, right Reception. Do you want to hear some? St- <clears throat> Do you want to hear some massive praise for this game? Go on then. Like I said, guys, it it, it came out to ridiculous uh, acclaim, strong commercial success. It and it, apparently there's over half a million pre-orders in the USA for this game. Half a million. Um, that tripled the number of pre-orders for any previous video game up to that date. Wow. So half a million people pre-ordered this game, um, and then over a million copies were sold in less than one week. So it was a huge seller. So in 1998, 2.5 million copies were sold, and don't forget, it only came out in November or December. So 2.5 million copies were sold, and that was only after 39 days. It, it made over $150 million uh, in US revenues. That is higher than any film. I believe in the, in that year. Oh, I don't know. In the last, that. sorry, higher than any film in the last six weeks of 1998. There you go. Yeah, oh, maybe. Okay. What was that? Like, <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? It's, I was going to say summer films. Armageddon must yeah, have made yeah. that. Titanic must have made that much just in the first couple of sure. months of the year. Fair enough. But back towards the end of there you go. That's I, I, I chipped in there. Saving Private Ryan, oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, keep on going. Well, there you go. In Japan. Uh, just shy of or just over 800,000 copies were sold in 1998 and that was the 10th best selling game of, of that year and don't forget that was right near towards the end of the year um, and it surpassed the first week sales of said Metal Gear Solid so Metal Gear Solid <laughs> sold 316,000 and in the first week uh, that, that was passed by 386,000 by Zelda so there you go a little friendly battle there um, how many copies do you think were sold in the first weekend in the UK uh, 12 61,000 there you go so the, everyone who <laughs> goes close, you were close you were close it was close. a big close to that one how one in every thousand Sorry. people in the country bought one that one must be absolutely crazy wasn't it one, bro, my brother was one of them there you go um, how many copies have been sold worldwide? I think this is just the N64 in total. So yes. Three and a half million. It's a good guess. Yeah, it's in the millions, isn't it's it? It's in the millions. Five? More. More? More. Hmm. Honestly, it's one of the top selling games of all time. Eight. Very close. 7.6 million. Ooh. And I don't that's think that, I don't think that includes the 3DS sales and the GameCube sales yeah, and the future yeah. of the game. So that's absolutely incredible. Uh, it received perfect scores from many, many gaming publications. So perfect scores from uh, Famitsu, which I think is a very respected Japanese uh, magazine, Electronic Gaming Monthly, GameSpot and IGN. Perfect scores. Absolutely crazy. Where do you think it currently ranks uh, on the Metacritic and Games rankings, as as in the top games of all time? Any ideas? I reckon it's top 20. Yeah, I was going to say top 20. Top 10. Top 10. It's in the top... it's in the top five for both. Wow, five. top five for oh, both. Really? It has five for both what? For bo- in both the game rankings and Metacritic scores. Oh, so it looks at lots okay. of reviews. I'll, I'll tell you guys for for game rankings, it's number two, second game. Hmm. Yeah, and that of it, uh, all time of all time of all time. What do you reckon is the top for that for for um, game rankings? Um, I've got the top four here. Greatest game of all time. Yeah. 
it's an interesting one. Most well received at the time. I don't yes. think you'll get it, but well, you never know. I was a little bit shocked as it here. But well, give us a clue. Yeah, go on. All right, I'll, take, I'll give you a clue. All the top four games are published by Nintendo. Super oh, Mario World. Oh. No, good guess. I'd say Mario 64 would probably be higher. No. I remember they getting some huge marks. Super Mario Galaxies? Now. Correct, well done. Oh. That is top. And I've got Have you played it? I, well, no, I was only putting that face out of surprise. I'm, I was a bit shocked. <laughs> hey, it's a very good game. One of the best games in the Wii, truthfully. I've I, not played it. It looks fun. It is fun. It's crazy So fun. it's top. It's top. I'll give you on the top four round. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Super Mario Galaxy, then Ocarina of Time, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is third. Yeah. And actually, this is interesting... The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is fourth. Oh, Breath of the which, Wild. Which, which I can talk about. This is an ever. American website, isn't it? I believe it is. Yeah. Metacritic. What is the top five? We've got the top five here. What do you reckon is top for Metacritic? And this looks at loads of critical reviews, doesn't yeah. it? From when? Yeah, when was... Is this... This like, is all now. time. All of time. All time, all okay. time games. Uh, I've got the top five list currently. Oh. Again, we're going to need some kind of... The first, the top game is a game we've been talking about a lot today. Goldeneye. No, as in Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina that is top one. That is top. <laughs> it's number one. Whoa. Guys, you are missing the trick not playing this game. We are. <laughs> you really, you, 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 you yeah, are. Yeah, but if we play it now, will we still... <sighs> is it aged? Will it be... I don't like, have the time um... to dedicate to an RPG... Like you, that actually, it's one of my. We'll go through weaknesses in a minute. I think that's one okay. of you. you. Need time. You need time. Literally, mm. time to play this game. Mm. So, top game is uh, Ocarina of Time. It's really interesting. A PS2 game. Well, it might be a P- actually. If it's a PlayStation game, sorry, it's number. It's number two, and it's the second one in this series. Hey, I didn't. I don't think it deserves to be second, but it's, it is a good game. It's a sort of sports game, randomly. ISS. No. No. Relatively close guess, actually. Probably no. Skateboarding game. Oh, Tony, Tony Hawk. Honestly, it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh, it's these hard. websites are so American. I know. Yeah. <laughs> number three is, we mentioned it earlier actually, Grand Theft Auto 4, apparently. Uh, number four, a really, really respected fighting game, which I don't know if it deserves number four, but it's on the it's on the Dreamcast. I think it was on the PlayStation as well. A, ga- a fighting game with swords. Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. What? I know. I'm really confused. This is a strange <laughs> list. Yeah, it's a strange list, I know. I have a feeling Metacritic might be like Rotten Tomatoes and they view reviews as good or bad and then like it's the kind of volume of good reviews. Well, I think okay. it's... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They or give you scores out of 100, I think. And the, um, ah, I see. And uh, apparently, Legend of Zelda at least got 99 out of 100 on average and I think Game Rank has got, it got 98% on average. So there you go. Um, really going to go through some quick weaknesses it won't take me long because there's not many there isn't many for me personally it's, it's almost it's almost the perfect game it really is and I think like you were saying before actually just a second ago if you played it now it probably wouldn't have quite the same draw I think future Zelda games sort of might be tied up a few elements of it and it's, it, the graphics improved obviously not that I think that's the most important thing but for me and a lot of people kind of agree Navi can get a little bit annoying uh, which I think she originally uh, was like a red dot or even a little triangle. So if you wanted to, if you want little tips or to, basically if you do your Z targeting, it's Navi that goes to the enemy. Do you understand? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, I right. think she's the, the target. Yeah. She is, and I think that was uh, Miyamoto's idea, saying, "Why have you just got like a red dot? Can't you turn it into something more sort of fairyish or mm. Zelda-ish?" And they came up with the Navi, mm. which is quite a clever name actually, because it's it helped. Navigate. She actually helps navigate. Navigate. But she does talk a lot. Yes. Hey, listen. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Does she sound like Mickey Mouse? She does. She does sound like Mickey Mouse. She sounds like oh. it. Um, I think the graphics have aged a bit. Get I think it. at the time, 
for the N64, it pushed it to its ultimate limits. Mm. But even then, it was still a bit foggy, which in a way added to a little bit of the kind of sort of fairy tale esque element. That you could we argue. like fog. We like we Silent like, Hill. Silent Hill, fog. yeah. But it has aged a bit, and actually, it's been a lot. It's a bit sharper now, or it's quite a lot sharper on the 3DS. So if you're looking to play it, maybe that's the one to go for. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I kind of what Rob was saying earlier. It's an intense game. It's not a pick up and play ten minutes here and there. Hours soon by. And it, you, you need a lot of time, and we we all work full time. We don't have the time now. Yeah, that's a tough game. I, Ten hours. I, I probably didn't have the time back then because I had college to attend, really, but I didn't really. Made time. I made time. Prioritised, yeah. I don't think my boss would be very happy if I did this again. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry I'm, I'm a bit ill. Uh, hey, listen, what a shout out, Navi. <laughs> so. Just like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah she, I don't know what he's more annoying, really, but there you go. <laughs> Do you want to hear some... Uh, shall I wrap up a few facts about the game before we sort of... Uh, like some facts. Come on, bring we, trivia. We like trivia. You know, look, look. First ever 3D game. First ever Zelda 3D game. Not, it's not first ever 3D game. But this guy, this guy called Daniel Barras, he was actually uh, making a PC game, a remake of this game, but but making it into the kind of uh, SNES version, SNES Zelda-esque. Mm. So okay. He, he took the game, Ocarina of Time, but turned it into like um, a link to the past. Mm. Which... It, look, it looks really amazing. But what do you think Nintendo thought of this idea? They like, oh, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Exactly. Hey, listen. Stop doing that. <laughs> so he had to stop making it. But some of the pictures look incredible. Such a shame. Oh, I bet they do. Maybe I'll try and contact this, this guy. It'd be quite I've interesting. Seen, I think I've seen screenshots. Mm. It does look nice. It looks just like the SNES yeah. version, but the story... Oh, fair play to him. Um, Link... Link, is he right or left-handed? Left. He's famously left-handed. What a hmm. cool dude. I think actually... <laughs> Says the only left-handed man in the room. He's, he's a cool dude. I think actually the only game he's not left-handed... Ugh. Actually, I say ugh, it's a good game. It's Skyward Sword and there's a lot of uproar. When people get upset because suddenly he was... Yeah. Why do, you think he, why do you think he was made right-handed in Skyward Sword? Think about, think about the game. What, what format was that on? Was it some kind of thing where you had to kind of... Do the actions oh, was yourself. It, on the Wii? it was on the Wii, uh, and it was motion okay. sensor, so you had to shake the thought, Well, oh, most people are right-handed. I think they're right-handed. Why initially was he uh, made left-handed? Though there is a reason. <laughs> All the best people are. Well, yeah, there you go. Because Miyamoto. Yeah, because he needs. Oh, was he Miyamoto needs his left-handed. Right, yeah. he, needs, he needs his right <laughs> hand for other nice things. He needs a right hand for his shield. Yeah, yeah. Shield, of yeah, shield. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember this actually maybe this was the advert I was thinking of and it, I, honestly it was a bit of a blur for me back then but there was a TV advert for this game Ocarina of Time that caused a bit of controversy apparently and this advert basically had a slogan whilst thou get the girl or play like one Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so is that a bit sexist, sexist. yeah it, it didn't go down too well no I bet Hmm. But but to be fair, a lot of people complained. But the uh, I think the ITC, the people that you know, the, the people that look at adverts said, "Look, come on, it's a, it's a tongue-in-cheek reference. Yeah, Don't be stuck." <laughs> do Luke and Zelda ever get together in the games? Uh, they do sometimes. Um, there is actually really interesting because he always have this. In, do they have a bit of a love interest going on? Is he just trying well, to rescue the prince? She's toying prince. with him. Maybe <laughs> he's a player. Bug- I'm going to chuck a, another person into the mix. Apparently, and this is this gets a bit creepy, I think, but oh, Navi, who, who famously, a bit spoiler alert, if you, when you complete the game and you, you kill Ganondorf, ooh, spoiler. Um, spoiler alert a bit late there, but fine. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it was, I think it's, it's a given. Um, but apparently, well, not apparently, it's true, Navi just floats away. 
and and uh, the reason and she says Link I love you what? and she flies away oh. and uh, he's, I think Miyamoto's been asked about it and apparently she's got a little crush on, on Link and, oh. and she realises that a fairy and a, and a, and a you know yeah, yeah, and really a high really elf doesn't really work right here we go The Beatles we like The Beatles yeah, yeah. 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 alright they make a little subtle appearance in said game say so what now, obviously, they're not called the Beatles, but in one of the versions of the game, and I'll, I'll explain more in a minute, there are four carpenters in, in your adventure. And one's called John, the other's called... Paul. Paul. Another's called George, and one's called Ringo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now, unfortunately... And I, when I was playing... When I read this fact, I think I don't remember this, but it was only apparently adding the German version of the game. I think they were worried, obviously. Oh, they, the Germans get the best bits <laughs> of the games. They, they spent, like, you know, decades censoring games, but they yeah, took true. all the good bits for themselves. That's right. Well, the Beatles kind of still are in Germany. Maybe it's a kind homage. Of, yeah, homage to that. Good yeah. point. Maybe. Yeah, good point. Um, exactly, exactly. I don't. Well, there you go. So, in, in, if you've got the German in 64 cart, you might be able to track down Let's the Beatles. Let's find it. Exactly. Let's find it, god damn it. Can you jump in Zelda games? Not to Not my usually. knowledge. Yes, you can jump. Oh. Can you? You can jump in Ocarina of Time, but how do you jump? There's no jump button. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't think there was a jump button. There is no. It's famous. Crouch and go up? No. Crouch and go up? If no, you've no. got a platform uh, or, or a ledge and there's a platform you want to jump to, you literally have to run to the end of the platform and you automatically jump. Hmm. That's a bit of a leap of faith. It's. Mm. It sounds like it could be really... Fiddly and so forth, but sounds it works. Like demolition man. It sounds like <laughs> demolition man. It does sound fiddly, but actually works really, really well. And there was no jump button. Obviously, the um, the top down view for this NES didn't really need a jump button. But uh, the reason why the jump button was was not in the game initially or, or at all really is it uh, Miyamoto did not want the game to be labelled as an action game. Didn't want it to be a sort of jump and attack slash okay, attack yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you know. You get used to it. It's, I don't, there's not many games like that, and that is that is true for pretty much every single Zelda game uh, there on any sort of 3D Zelda game apart from Breath of the Wild. There is now a jump button. Okay, so there you go. That's just that's a very recent uh, addition. Yeah, well, yeah, spot on. Um, right before I pass over to Dylan, because I know we, I actually, I done a little shout out, yeah. a little shout out to our lovely uh, Twitter followers. Uh, for their views in this game, I've, I just thought a little bit of fun um, that I'll go through my top nine Zelda games. I've completed nine Zelda games. <laughs> well, okay. There's top more than nine, nine games, okay. and I've put a lot of hours into these, and I've ranked them from top to bottom. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Rough, Are you excited? Uh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Edge of my seat. Go for it. Edge of my seat. Um, I can't wait to hear about all these games I've never played. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. There are some people listening right now who are going, what? they're shouting you now, Rob. <laughs> Right, so number nine. So, again, I'll throw it out there already. There's no game in this I do not like. I like them all. I, I, I have a lot of respect for all of them. I enjoyed every single one. You don't want their feelings to get hurt. No. You're just sort of... But honestly, none of these games annoyed me at all. I enjoyed every single one. But number nine, The Phantom Hourglass. The first... Uh, I think it's the first DS game on the series. Okay. Uh, good game. I enjoyed it. But it just... It was a bit fiddly. And actually, like I said, it was, it was the game where you had to blow into the mic mm-hmm. and play your sort of... Um, uh, organs and so forth but it didn't work too well it's a bit fiddly second game on the list or number 8 is Spirit Tracks which is the sequel to Phantom Hourglass it, it was a bit I think they tied up the game a little bit more uh, but again I think because it's a handheld game it wasn't really cool, you know, completing my cup of tea of course number 7 this is a controversial <laughs> one you would have heard about this and oh, some people oh. some people view this as the best Zelda game of all the time some people completely hate it I'm more towards the latter, but I have a, I have respect for it. It's Majora's Mask. Yeah. 
Why, what is the big complaint about Majora's Mask? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> it's, it is a sequel to Ocarina of Time. The graphics, are, if, or, if anything, are better. They tied up the graphics. If anything, the storyline is just as good, but it's got the three-day oh, yes, cycle. I have heard about that. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. I didn't like people it. People get frustrated by that. Because mm-hmm. I like the Zelda game to take your time mm. and don't feel pressured by time. Yeah, you know? yeah. But with a three-day cycle, if you don't complete what you do in three days, you have to go back in time. And it's, I don't want to explain it all now. I might say it for another pod. But you almost have to go back and do the stuff again. It can be very, very frustrating. Because you've got a moon about to drop on your head mm-hmm. in three oh. days, so you have to do things quick. That's quite a lot of pressure. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. It's the Literally. task of the Zelda games. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> hey, it's a really interesting game, and I've, I really, really wanted to enjoy it and really love it, but it wasn't quite there for me. It's not Ocarina of Time would be Fleet would would be like Tango in the Night. Was yeah. that too late? So I want to Fleetwood Mac now. Oh, we know. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. We'll look at the top ten Fleetwood Mac songs. Yeah, maybe. we'll do that. <laughs> Following on number six, then is Twilight Princess. It was the first Zelda game on the Wii. Early, early release on the Wii. It also came at the GameCube, which I enjoy. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong; it's a really good game, but a bit easy. I found it a bit too easy. Um, after that, a, quite a recent game is A Link Between Worlds with the 3DS. Dylan's face. <laughs> All 3DS game. Is it, it no, 3D? it's, it's really, really good. It's it's a it's a homage uh, to the the SNES game, basically linked to the past. Very very similar game. After that, which which again a lot of people don't particularly like, but I really loved it actually. Is Skyward Sword. Now you are right-handed, so Ooh. don't hate it already. <laughs> but I love the graphics in this game. It's kind of sort of um, it's a lovely sort of painting sort of esque look to it. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, a beautiful game, one of the best looking Zelda games by far. Third on my list is probably Breath of the Wild. And I honestly I, I hey, whoa, it, you know, it's up there, one of the best games I've played in many a year. But just pipping it, I would say. Just pipping it is or number two is the Wind Waker oh. on the GameCube, which is an incredible game. Mm-hmm. One of the best games in the GameCube. And um it, it it I took a long break between Zelda games between Ocarina of Time and the Wind Waker many years. When I got into Wind Waker, that was that was it basically. I really like the look of Wind Waker. I yeah. know some bit of people are split on it, aren't they? They were very split on it. It's kind of like I like the look of it. It's I've, really kind of cutie and yeah, I like the and game. it is. It looks a bit cartoony, but I yeah. think that's part, part of the charm. And I've got the um, the HD version of the Wii U, which is I've got like a limited edition Wii Wii U um, Wii, uh, Wind Waker style, which is absolutely incredible. Mm. Very good version, the best version of the game, I'd say. But my favourite Zelda game. Can we guess? Can we guess? Have a little guess. <laughs> uh, I think Zelda Two. <coughs> Zelda Two on the NES is close. Um, <laughs> the one on the Game Boy. Um, Link's Awakening. A Link's Awakening is a good guess, but I never completed it, so I didn't mm. fill it on my list. Does anyone else want to have a guess? <laughs> I can't think of the Minish Cap, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> no, uh, no, my favourite game, and it's it's you know, it's got to be Ocarina of Time for me. Oh, that's a surprise! <laughs> it is. I already told you it's probably my favourite game of all time. So it so. was the first Zelda game you played as well. Yeah, properly. Like I said, I've dabbled on the, the Game Boy one a little bit. I played a little bit of the SNES one. I think at my cousin's house once, but not properly. I never, like I said before, it wasn't really. I wasn't really a Nintendo fanboy back then, but. Since I got the N64, since I got Ocarina of Time, it was I got hooked really. And if I'm being completely honest, it wasn't probably until I played Wind Waker that I got completely, completely, completely hooked and had to own every single feature of Zelda game. Hence why I sort of skipped Majora's Mask, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. which I only played recently. But there you go. 
I'm still looking to play uh, The Legend of Zelda on the NES properly. I haven't finished it yet. I'm still looking to play A Link to the Past, um, Link's Awakening. And I actually, the Minish Cap looks like a game I want to play as well. That's a Game Boy Advance game, I believe. Hmm. But there you go. So just before I say goodbye, I did a bit of a shout on Twitter. Do you mind, Dylan? You did. You sharing, did. sharing some um, thoughts. So it may surprise our listeners that Adrian's not alone mm. in, his, uh, in his praise of... What were we talking about? <laughs> So we've got a few shout-outs from some of our Twitter followers. Uh, Crafty Cheese, that's at Terry Tack, says, Still haven't finished it. Didn't want it to end. It was stunningly good when it came out. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty much. Adrian's are like, I did finish it. Uh, Adrian's like... (laughs) (laughs) Smug much? Yeah. And we've got uh, Jibber, so at Jibber (laughs) Kit. Some of these Twitter handles are amazing, guys. You just come up with the best ones. Um, quite simply the greatest game I've ever played I like this guy yeah, <laughs> I've liked his tweet already I'm sure but I like this guy yeah need to get him need to get him round for a for a point um, <laughs> touching on another point that you mentioned earlier the music yep Kale at Hal11K it was a great reintroduction mm. offering something for both fans of the earlier games and new players the soundtrack is A plus I couldn't say it much better myself. You know, it's always difficult, isn't it, to turn that from 2D game to yeah. a 3D game. But well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we've got just to wrap it up. Oh no, we've got the Nintendo. <laughs> I like I like a bit of Nintendo and Nintendo <laughs> Nine. I absolutely loved this game. For the time, the graphics were decent, decent, and the music <laughs> excellent. <laughs> um, I suppose the N64 fog and stuff read to that. And then one more to finish at Keith Barlow, 1982. <laughs> This is one of the worst games <laughs> I've ever played. Ooh, I, can't, him. I can't believe they've made Link a lefty again. <laughs> Shocking. Ban him. Actually, I did Block. <laughs> Love me some trolling. <laughs> I did another shout on Facebook. We got one we got one comment on Facebook, don't even notice that. By good old Mark Woods. And he said a very similar thing. He said, uh, because of this game, I think I locked myself away from both bars and college. For many it months. takes a lot to get that guy away from the bar, mm. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we so know. I was a bit shocked by that comment. You, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, a bit yeah. shocked as well. Um, look, guys, if you're going to play the game now, you can obviously... There's lots of versions available. It's on. It's obviously N64. You can get it on the GameCube. You can get the Master Quest on the GameCube. Probably the most easiest version to get is either on the Nintendo e- uh, eShop or, of course, the 3DS version, mm-hmm. which is probably the crispest or most updated version. Which is A few changes here and there, but basically... The most updated version of the game. How would you recommend people play it if they're playing it for the first hmm. time? As an old sort of old-fashioned sort of guy, I'd say stick to the old N64 cart. Fair enough. Um, but uh, hey, I'm a hypocrite. I've played it recently in the 3DS as well. So there you go. <laughs> but worth checking out. But you need time. You need you need to really get yourself into that game, and uh, it could it could change your life. That game, I think. Mm. There you go.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.